0: an unspoken ethos of our company is we actually give a bleep every person I train every person I talk to I want them to make it and if it's they're not going to do training with us and they're just having a question even though it's like a trade secret quote-unquote I still give it to them because I'm making friends and that's what we want is we want to have a community of people that are all like-minded yes we're all quote-unquote competition but just like you said there's a big enough pie for everybody
1: you from the city of roses this is a broadcast by lash professionals and for lash professionals thank you so much for hanging out with us today today we're excited to have derek hayes the co-owner of locks lash come and join us him and his wife bought lots locks lash back in 2013 and here's something that's unique about them they're actually from down under They're from Australia. Yes, we have some listeners down in Australia. We're always excited to hear from you guys and actually got to go visit the country just recently. And that's actually how we got connected with them because Ashley, who works over at Lockslash, we ran into her and then she told us all about uh, Lockslash. And really, they're huge, guys. They're making a huge impact there. And now they're moving and expanding into the world. And we want to have Derek come on and really just talk about some of the journey, some of the struggles, and just get some insights about the industry. So I think you're going to get a lot from this. We're excited and blessed to have him with us today. By the way, we are partnering with Slash to do a giveaway. They're gonna give away five complete Lash artistry courses. Each is valued at $895, and this course is online. It's not something you just developed, guys. They've been working on developing online training for many years now, and their training is not just like any other online training. It's not something they just created last week. This has been an ongoing, growing process for them, and we're excited that they're gonna give away five of them. But what do you need to do to win? Well, you need to register. You need to go to the link go to link or link in our show notes, click over there and register today. And they will draw the winner in mid May. So you got a little bit of time. If you're listening to this in early May or late April, don't worry. You still have time. Go register now and you the drawing will be done in mid May. And this is really great guys. You can learn three different techniques with this training, classic hybrid and volume. So maybe you already know one or maybe you know two, but you would like to learn a third or maybe you know all of them and you're like, well, I already kind of know this stuff. It's, I don't really need it. You should still t- register and take it because you'll always learn something new from every trainer. Everyone always has their own unique bent, their own unique style of how they do things. So I assure you there'll be stuff in here that you haven't seen and it'll help you grow as a lash artist. So go do that. As soon as it's over, go to the show notes, click there and register to win one of these lash artistry courses. Before we get to that, interview, we want to talk about LashCon. Yes, LashCon tickets are up. We're sold out VIP, but I guarantee you the standard ticket is almost as good. It's like 95% there. You just get a little bit less, but is still well worth the price. In fact, you get to save $300. And guys, I know one of the common concerns I have that people share with me is that they are afraid to come because they don't know anyone. And by the way, the number one thing I hear from people who have come, they always say, it was amazing. I didn't know anyone and I left with like three, four, six, eight new friends, new Lash besties. It's like the, probably the number one benefit, aside from all the knowledge and learning you get, is just all the connections and friendships that come from LashCon. So if you're one of those people who's like, I want to go, but I don't know anyone, it's okay. I promise you, we're going to make ways for you to create or make and create or connect, I should say, with other people at the con. So you will not walk away ha- empty-handed unless you lock yourself in your hotel room and never come out. Otherwise, you're going to meet people, you're going to make new friends, and you're going to feel like you're part of this bigger, greater community. It's really like a homecoming or like a big um, lash Con, you, know, you know, once a year bash that we all get together, connect, and we introduce each other each other's friends, and our family continues to grow. So right now we have over 750 people coming to LashCon. I believe we're going to easily get to our number around 1,000. It's going to be insane, guys. You don't want to miss it. And by the way, I know it's expensive, even that $700 for a ticket. It is three days, though, guys. It's not just a one-day ticket or a two-day ticket. It's a three-day ticket. You get three days of amazing events. Um, that's still cheaper than any national training you're going to take. You know, training is costing from a 1000 to two, $3,000. Here, for like $700, you can come and connect with all your friends, plus hotel and airfare. But you pay for that when you go for a training. So it's the same thing. And I promise it's going gonna, it's gonna to be well worth it. And one last thing is we do have a payment plan. So if you're wondering, like, oh, man, I can't afford... You can divide your payments right now into four payments only 25% down now, and over the next 90 days, you can make three more payments. So that's like four months to pay that $700 fee, which is super, super affordable. So, anyhow, enough uh, to kind of deal with all your objections. I know if you have any other questions or concerns, you can always email me at paul at lashcast.com. I'm more than glad to talk to you about Or you can just call me and uh, the number is, well, yeah, 626-394-9763. This is always dangerous to give out numbers, but I really believe in what we're doing, and I know that the people do call me, I am trying my best to answer questions and concerns they have so we want to serve you so you can reach out call me if you want (laughs) hopefully hopefully I'll get 100 phone calls now it may take me a while to get back to all of you All right, guys that's all I have for announcements now Oh, actually I'm sorry one more we still have our training two more classes for this first half of the year May 5th 14th 15th in New York we're going to be teaching Tusney's Lash Retention and Styling course And June 5th through 6th right here in Los Angeles in our backyard you can hang out with us and um, take a nice little break from your year go and learn some stuff maybe take a few more days to go to the beach or Disneyland Universal and have some fun all right guys that's all I have for announcements now let's sit down with Derek and talk about Lock Lash and his journey in the lash industry mm-hmm. Hey guys, we're here in the Lash Cast Studios. Excited to have Derek Hayes, the co owner of Locks Lash with us. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me. I've been
1: looking forward to this interview. We are too because I'm always excited to be a Lash Pro. <laughs> I'm so excited
2: to meet you guys. We discovered your company when Paul and I went to Australia to yep. speak at the Lashmasters.
1: International Lashmasters. Yeah, yeah. And
2: Ashley, one of your teammates, came up to us and was just so welcoming and so friendly. And she gave me this great goodie bag. And then we started looking online and we're like, oh my gosh, we absolutely need to get to know this brand. And so he is actually right now down under and you're probably up really, really early. Is it is it early?
0: Well, actually, I'm right. <laughs> Now I'm in in Florida.
2: Oh, oh, you're in Florida. oh my goodness! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, my
0: Very mother easy. lives here. I'm just curious, what part of Florida? The Tampa region.
2: Oh, I spent every summer in Tampa.
1: Yeah, that- my grandparents oh, there lived there. Yeah, yeah. Hillsborough she-
2: County.
0: It's a great town, I think.
1: Lovely. Yeah. So, yeah, well, normally Derek is down under, but today we're, I guess we're that's why it's all sunny in the background. It's like, but it's all exactly. bright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ashley, when we were gone or talking, she goes, Oh, I'll be sleeping when you guys record. I'm like, huh, I feel bad for Derek. <laughs> <laughs> He's waking I've up. I've done worse. <laughs> yeah. He's <you've> done worse. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Well, cool. Anyhow I think what's really great is we love getting different voices, different people and getting some from another country, even though Derek, as you might tell from his accent, isn't, actually a native of Australia, but we'll get into that. It's just cool to see our flash family from overseas. And in fact, I think that was one of the things we really loved the most about going down to Australia. Uh, Sydney was just meeting like-minded people but in another whole country another culture and while the, we do have a common language which makes it a lot easier to communicate there's still differences there's still unique things that make it special down there and the passion the way things do so anyhow we thought we'd get into it here to find a little bit about lock slash kind of like your journey into the beauty industry and we really want to find out how you got into the beauty industry too because like me it's like guys we don't normally make careers falling into this. Uh, well, some do, but very few do, it. You're a
2: unicorn. Yeah, you are a unicorn. So we're gonna talk to the unicorn. <laughs>
1: yeah, so <laughs> you can tell us real quick, a little bit about your background and maybe how you found yourself actually in the beauty industry. Yeah, sure. It's
0: quite an organic story, really. My wife was in Dubai and she was always getting threading and her lashes done in Dubai. And when we moved to Australia, there was like two or three threading bars. So she was like, ah, there's a gap in the market. I'm going to put one there and do a whole brow empire. Mm-hmm. So she did that in conjunction with her cousin. And they ended up building three or four brow salons. Huh. So then, you know, just start off with threading and tinting mm-hmm. and, and that sort of thing. But then I branched into eyelash extensions because there was this budding market. People are asking for it. So we're like, all right, well, let's get trained up and do, do lashes and all that.
1: And when was this about time-wise? When was all this going on?
0: I think the salons were 2011 until 13.
1: Okay. Sorry. Mm
0: -hmm. In two years, there was, I think, a total between the two of them, six salons.
2: Wow.
1: Okay.
0: Big. In in two years. That's
2: great. That's a little boom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So at that time I was doing some other work. I was uh, working as the tour manager for a, a, a singer. Okay. Not really in the beauty industry. You know, I would come in and lift heavy boxes and help paint and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Uh, but then uh, we got approached by Lockslash to, to mm-hmm. buy it. So it was actually already a company at the time oh, and we wow. bought it when we bought it, it was not doing too well. Yeah. Right. In terms of turnover and all that, but it had an established name already mm-hmm. and uh, had that longevity. I think it had been going for about four years about that point. Yeah, okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So then we Swooped it up, and I remember one day the wife was like, There are six orders. This is a problem. <laughs> so like,
1: not, this okay. is not a living okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: so I need you to drive to the house and then grab those six orders and take them to the post office because I'm over here handling this emergency at one salon, and there's another one going over here, okay. so you know it was a bit of a different time. Then I remember distinctly one day we were um at a different house and she was in the process of selling the salons. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I really need you to get some more money and get another job or something, because we're not going to be able to live on the income that Lockslash is going to pull in." Mm-hmm. So we sold the salons, and then two weeks later, she's like, I need you to quit your job because this is too much for me. What I need you to do is I need you to go into that office and then just read the order and put that stuff in that box and then ship it out. And I think any idiot can say glue bag. Okay, yeah. Good. yeah. Right. So I I had no idea what was going on with what these products were or anything. And it grew from there. And then, so one time she had to leave to go to do something and a person was going to call up and modify an order. Mm -hmm. So she gave me the phone and then I'm in there packing orders. And then the phone rings and somebody asked me a technical question. Like, oh, what should the humidity be for this glue? Yeah, And I'm like, oh, Well, (laughs) I heard. I think I've heard her say something about fifty-five percent. I'll just say that fifty-five percent. But I felt a little bit off by that because Mm -hmm. I didn't know. So after that phone call and the wife came home, I said, uh, "Can you train me in how to do lashes so that I'm better able to do my job?" (sighs) And she was like, "Sure." So I went to a class, and turns out I was pretty good at it.
3: That's
2: awesome! (laughs) My heart just melted.
0: I think it's all the years of video games,
1: you yeah. know, that, that coordination. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm so uh, proud and- of you, Derek. That really just melts my heart.
1: From video games, no, to he's last like, technician. he's like, I
2: want to know how to do this better. Whatever yeah. job you were in, you're just like, I need to be able to, you know, do this with integrity. So...
1: That's right. You
2: know, to be put into a a situation, learning is humbling yourself. It's like saying, teach me. And sometimes that can be hard, even, you know, between a husband and wife. So I'm just very
0: proud of you. Anyway,
2: keep going. Keep going (laughs) with your amazing
0: story. Well, all right. So Jess, uh, Jess is my wife. She Mm -hmm. was over the whole country every weekend doing training. So she was in Brisbane one weekend, and then she'll be in Sydney the next weekend and all over the country doing Mm -hmm. training. And she was getting a bit burnt out by it. Mm -hmm. So she's like, Monday through Friday, I'm hammering the marketing and making sure that the bills are paid and running a business. And then on the weekend, she's doing training. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: So she was like, just getting burnt out by it. So by this time, I'm doing lashes a lot and I'm pretty good at it. And I'm like, I like people and I actually really like education. How about I give training a shot? Train me how to be a trainer. So then she did. And then I did my first class it went really well, and I was really nervous. And, you know, am I going to do this right? Are they going to think I'm a fraud because I'm just some dude in the industry? Like, what <laughs> the hell does he know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But turns out it works to my advantage being a male. How so? Tell me. Well, I think in the beauty industry, at least in Australia, I don't know what it's like here. It can get a bit catty. Oh, yeah. you think? Right? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> I was trying to be tactful. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know. So, you know, a woman walks up and she's the trainer and they're looking at her shoes and they're mm-hmm. like, ah, well, she may be in her hair and then looking at her <laughs> lashes and judging her. And whereas I just walk up and I'm just a dude. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not effeminate in any way.
2: Mm-mm, you're very masculine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
0: but here I am teaching lashes. Yeah. yeah. So they just stop and they get into the mindset of like, well, this guy must know what he's talking about because he's not in the industry or he shouldn't be in the industry, but yet here it is. <laughs> he <shouldn't> yeah, he should
2: Yeah. It's like you're an outlier. And because it's so different, you're just like, okay, well, tell me, tell me how to do it. You know, you must yeah. be an authority.
1: It's interesting. You should say that because when I worked with Tuss and our salon, I actually, for a few years, helped with front desk because, well, we had a walkout and we had all this drama. So I actually, our coach at the time says, Paul, you just need to work front desk. You will- help bring some stability there. And because you're part of the owner, you'll care and you'll just take care and you guys can build all your systems and all this stuff. So I remember working at front desk and I, was her big thing was, she said, by the way, it's going to be so cool to have you work in front desk Because it's not what you typically see in a lash salon. When you walk in, it's always women. And here you have this guy, old guy, sitting there behind the front desk. And you're just going to bring a different vibe. It's going to create something unique in your salon that other salons can't mimic or imitate, which is just a difference, a point of difference, which was a good thing. And the only sad thing once in a while I would get is Someone would ask our last yard, like, oh, I feel so bad for that old guy behind the front desk. <laughs> Where did his career go that he ended up working for? Why is he working here? Why is he working <laughs> They're like, is, is he gay? Is he gay or is he, is he homeless? I mean, why? why yeah. What
2: happened? <laughs> yeah, because
1: usually you'll see 45-year-old men working behind front desks at lash laws. That's not... Yeah, the, the normal makeup of a salon. So, but anyway. they loved you. Not they really did. Yeah. He
2: found out people would like say, you know, gr- women would be like, oh yeah, I need to dye my hair or I'm oh, they so would bloated about, today because I'm on my period. they would talk about their
1: periods in front of me. They would talk about their- Because
2: he was just one of the girls. Classic <laughs>
1: surgery in front of me. Like, oh, I'm getting a new boob job and they'd be grabbing their breasts in front of me and just showing their friends. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <It's> like- yeah,
0: <laughs> we have a similar history.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Just- yeah girls, you know, walk in um uh, and just flash yeah. yeah and say look i just got these done i'm like oh, <laughs> I, I turn my head i don't need this but it.
2: the thing is is that the reason why they do that is cuz they know you're safe Derek. they yeah. know that you're yeah. married and and to a beautiful wife who's successful and it, you know it's just like you're one of the girls even
1: though you're one of the guys yeah yeah, yeah that's true but you're safe but tuss would say yeah, yeah. you're just one of the you're girls safe. now you're just one of the girls it's all good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, move, as we go on now, let's see where we're we at. You so you've learned lashes. You've started training now, and uh and you know, locks. Now, what year is this about?
0: This was 2015 when I started training. I believe.
1: Oh, okay. So pretty quickly yeah. between selling the salons, a couple years within that time, you were yeah. now training and all that. And you so you have a product line, you have training, but no salons, correct?
0: Correct. Yeah, because we sold those off, and yeah. we're just we're just going to be a training institution. Yeah. One of the things that we discovered with our competition and training was it was at that time, typically a lot of salons were just private lash techs, just teaching their friends or whatever. Yeah. And talking to a few of the people that did our course after theirs, they're like, you told me so much more information. Mm. And that led to an investigation. we found that some of the lash tech trainers were holding back information because that's <laughs> the competition yeah. So no, they no, don't no, 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 no. Yeah. So we're like, you know what? We don't have salons. We don't care about your competition because yeah. we don't have any competition. Mm-hmm. and We don't actually think about competition ever. Yeah. And we just do us. So the training took off. The word of mouth happened. And next thing you know, I think 2019, I did 162 flights that year.
1: Oh, <gasps> mackerel. That's a lot.
0: Doing training yeah. and, and other things. So. It just blew up. We started with one shelf in a back o- office, and then we moved to like a laundry sink area. And then we moved that to a two-car garage, which was like, yes, we're making it. Like, we're going to take the whole <laughs> garage over. Whole garage. The whole garage. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, this isn't going to work. So then we moved into a three-bedroom apartment. That The whole thing was uh, wow. Lost-lashed. Yeah. And then we uh, then moved to where we are now, which is like a massive warehouse. And well, actually two, because we've got the training for Melbourne yeah.
1: mm-hmm. in
0: one building and then all of the stock and administration in, in the Another
1: other. One. So people come to you guys now, mostly you don't travel. People just come to your space to get trained.
0: Yeah, we, I mean, we're switching it up now or in the process of actually phasing out some of our in-person training. That's yeah. right. We can touch on that in a little bit, but um, no, we... we um, we just definitely expanded by putting trainers in those locations because I can't be everywhere every weekend. Right. Yeah. So there's a rotation of like six or eight cities that I was responsible for. And let's say in Brisbane, they are like, I want training and you get 15 people and our class size is eight. Cause we like to get a maximum of eight. Cause we mm-hmm. like to keep it small. And then we get 15 inquiries Well, I, we can't put them back to back
3: mm-hmm.
0: weekend to weekend so we just said all right we're gonna put trainers in each of those locations oh that's cool uh, to to cover that workload and we fly them down to melbourne i would train them how to be a trainer and then slap them on the button get on the
2: yeah, out there. Mm-hmm. You touched on something that I just want to highlight because I don't want our listeners to miss this, is that you recognized that people were holding back. Trainers were holding back because they didn't want to equip yeah. the competition with the trade yeah. secrets, right? And what you said is that I want the people, my students, to have the best. They, they need to have this information. And by giving that information freely and really doing what was best for them, your students, you blew up because nobody else was offering the trade secrets like you were. And I really love that mindset. Like you said, I, we don't care about competition. We do us. It's the same thing. It's like I have a philosophy that the pie is big enough. Nobody's going to do lashes or training the way that you guys do. And it's like, we have the same philosophy. You give it away free and you do good work and it comes back to you. The money follows. Yeah. And I, I see you guys doing that model and your track history is proof that it's it's a, it's been a blessing for you.
1: Well, I think looking at it, I mean, just considering there were other people training before you and probably most of them don't have, it sounds like, trainers all over the country, it shows that your model, which was much more giving and believed and I think that you guys, there was enough for everyone that you guys rose to the top there and were able to do that versus the people who kept holding on and hiding things. I mean, by the way, that's catty, right? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's also not on it.
1: People aren't paying you. I feel horrible that for the people who got training. They're like, wait, I wasn't told blank, blank, or whatever it is. It's like know.
2: giving somebody, you know, your secret recipe, but admitting one one ingredient out. Yeah, leaving out, you out flour. Right.
1: You're making cookies. Like, oh yeah, I'm not going to tell them about flour. We'll just tell them about the sugar and the chocolate and see how it goes for them <laughs> yeah yeah so that's that's really cool I'm, and i'm glad to see now are there for you guys i mean we just learned about you and i love always like i think we know all the brands out there and then there was always these new surprises like oh my gosh there's this new brand or this or, and obviously australia we've only known of a couple companies but, so learning about you guys there are a lot other lash brands like you guys or are you guys kind of like you and there's a le and there's a few i know major brands in your country
0: yeah. I mean, there are a few major brands. I, we're the largest in Australia and New Zealand. Okay. And the longest running, I believe. So cool. like I touched on before, me personally, I don't care about competition. And I just want to know if the industry is moving forward or not. That's mm-hmm. what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For example, when I came back to the States after having been lashing for a while, and I'm looking at all these girls with lashes on, and they're like 20 millimeter long lashes. <laughs> and I'm like, how is this? Allowed. Yeah. Like
3: it's so <laughs> long. Yeah.
0: You know? Um, <laughs> I had to go through, I did a whole bunch of math and I had a spreadsheet with like formulas, and I had to look up a whole bunch of nerdy science and math. And I'm not really good at math. And I figured out the weights of lashes, like the actual physical weight based on length thickness and all the rest of it, and based on the material that we use not other people Mm -hmm. necessarily because you can get different quality of lashes as Mm -hmm. as you know yeah so i'm looking at this chart and it's like this is in the red zone and you're like off the spreadsheet how is this allowed anyway i digress um (laughs) the point is is that (laughs) we just want to make people successful Mm -hmm. so what we do and what we have as our purpose is to help create and and grow successful salons. And that's our mentality. It's not lashes. Mm -hmm. We understand that this person is giving us a lot of their hard earned money, putting their faith in us to not only give them a skill, but also a mentor. Mm. And that's, I think where we differ because an unspoken ethos of our company is we actually give a bleep, Yeah, right? We care, we actually do care. Every person I train, every person I talk to, I want them to make it. And if it's they're not going to do training with us and they're just having a question, even though it's like, you know, a trade secret quote unquote, I still give it to them. Yeah. Because I'm making friends and that's what we want is we want to have a community of people that are all like-minded. Yes, we're all quote unquote competition, but just like you said, there's a big enough pie for everybody. There's yeah. enough to go around. Yeah.
2: I just love that attitude, Derek. That is, I think it also, it's very... we're finding it to be a little bit more common um, in the lash industry from leaders. We were having a conversation. It was with Michael Yost,
1: yeah. actually. From Strategies, who is a, a coaching st- company. A, a
2: coaching company from Strategies. And they coach a lot of different industries. Um,
1: in the beauty and space, yeah. You
2: know, hair hair stylists, Nails, uh, physical mas- therapists, massage. massage doctors, optometrists, those kinds of things, because their business is uh, business coaching. And, and he made a comment after uh, he's been coming to, the last three Lash They speak at
1: Lashcon, yeah. He
2: says there's something really special about the Lash community. They're very generous. They're willing to share. They're willing to the learn. Collaborative. They're collaborative. And if you look at other industries, it it's tends to be very much like, don't even ask me for anything because I'm not going to tell you. So I just love that you have that kind of DNA that is what we need. You're a leader in the industry and you're sharing that generosity and you're, you're using it as a model for other people, the people that are coming up afterwards. So I'm incredibly honored to be speaking with you now because I I really
3: think that that's
2: a wonderful attitude and I'm glad that you're a leader.
1: And I'm going to say it's something that's unique to the Lash industry because really, I mean, I don't know how many other people you're connected to and follow in the Lash industry, but there've been certain people in the last like eight years who've risen up and you guys, I put you now in the same group. The same category. A new generation of leaders in our industry who do give first before taking, like- Always about how can I serve you? How can I serve you? When you said we care, uh, for me, I always remember um, I used to tell our team that our magic sauce is that we care. When, when, yeah. yeah. when we had a salon. So many places when you walk into business, you could tell they just don't care. I don't care. And that's not what we are like here. We will not be that place that's indifferent. We will be always the type of place that when someone asks for help, will give help will go out our way even when it's inconvenient for us because that's what love does. It's sacrificial and it does it even when it's inconvenient. And I, I feel like I'm this new generation of lash artists and people, I'm just going to call a few people and maybe our friends or know some of them. Like I know Kim at Borbaletta. She was super generous with us when mm-hmm. we were nobody and we had nothing. She, Jamie over in UK, he's always given Lash away stuff. Lash, base. Yeah, lash um, base. yeah. They give away stuff. Lost Artistry gives away stuff. Live Bay in uh, Vegas gives away everything. These are companies that have kind of done something a little bit differently because they're not living with that scarcity mindset. They're living with this idea that there's more than enough out there. And it's, I'm excited that we've met you now because I'm like, oh, the, the <laughs> same thing's happening down in Australia. Yeah, it's yeah. Not We're just the a, same tribe. Yeah. It's not just the United States and UK. We got our other brothers and sisters down under her going through the same thing. And then I, I would bet that's a, one of the main reasons why you're guys just successful because of that mentality, that willingness to give and serve and all that. That's really, really cool. Yeah.
0: Well, you mentioned giving, you know, at the height of COVID and, you know, Victoria had one of the strictest lockdowns in the entire world outside of Wuhan, I think. And people were just apathetic and no hope. And what am I going to do? Is this ever going to stop? They were at, at that time, they were afraid of COVID and that's shifting now. But we were wondering like, okay, well, what is it that our customers actually need? What do they want? And we called them up and we surveyed. And mm-hmm. one girl been locked down for two months and she was like, I just want to have a drink with my friends. Okay. One lady was like, you know what? I just want a little bit more sensual time with my husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? One was like, um, you know, I, I really need to get a veggie garden going. That's mm-hmm. what I'd really like to do mm-hmm. during this lockdown. So we ended up doing a massive $30,000 giveaway to yeah. all of our customers. Actually, not even our customers, like anybody in, in the world that was wow. in the beauty industry. And that was the only thing. And so we, we ended up giving away thirty thousand dollars to random people and just making their lives better. Had wow. oh, nothing to do
3: goodness.
2: with lashes.
1: Yeah. That's
0: yeah. so generous. So <sighs> we just wanted to help the beauty industry, and we did, I think.
2: How encouraging is that? That's lovely.
1: No, that's yeah. super cool. And you know what? You hear little stories like that from companies that are in a place where they could serve. I know I, I think Lashbase did some really generous things and some of these other brands. And it's obviously says a lot about you guys to be financially set up in the way where you're able to do that. So obviously you guys are running a good ship Kudos, there because yeah. there's a lot of people out there who have the appearance that everything's great. And as soon as a bad month comes they're they're like batting down the hatches, we're not going to give Jack to anyone because we're just trying to survive for another month. So for you guys to be able to say, not only are we going to, you know, you guys lost a lot of revenue, obviously during that time, you were obviously yeah. giving money out to your, to those yeah. who follow. That's really, really cool. And, I, I think if you guys offer a business course, people should sh- sign up for that. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> you're doing something right. If you're able to give away money when no one's making money. So that's really cool. Yeah, it is in the works. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. great. I, I can already tell you guys have some, obviously business acumen on top of being able to be, sounds like great last artists and all that. So what's right now, where you guys, your company, you made a, a comment earlier about um, shifting your training from in person at your offices to something else. And I know you told us earlier, so maybe you can... Explain what you guys are kind of working on right now.
0: Yeah, sure. COVID was a big part of uh, a lot of companies shifting, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So we all went home and worked from home. And how do you work from home doing lashes? It's basically impossible, mm-hmm. but people did get used to being at home and doing their work over zoom or whatever it was. So it was always in the works to potentially go into online training. But at the time I was, I was an opponent of that idea Mm because, you know, me being a trainer, I'm like, how do we transition from, I need to grab your hand and move it those three degrees in order to learn this skill to, you're going to do this over YouTube, you know? (laughs) So I just, I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Um, Luckily, uh, you know, my cousin and my wife are super intelligent and worked out how to do that. (laughs) Yes. So we're transitioning from in-person learning into an online, well, I would say more remote would mm-hmm. be a better word because you have a trainer there, a live person that you can talk to, you can video call with, you can set up a tripod, watch, do some lashes if you need to. And all of that's built in. And we've been doing that now for a couple of years and it's going really well, but we keep refining what our courses entail. So we recently added pre-made volume and hybrids along with the classic extensions, but it's about, you know, 20 hours of theory Mm -hmm. and practical assignments along the way. So if you're a beginner and you're like, okay, cool. I'm a bit nervous on doing this. Well, we know that. We've trained thousands upon thousands of people how to do lashes. So we understand the pitfalls before we even started. Yeah. So we'll show you how to pick up a lash off the strip and I want you to send me a video of you doing exactly that perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't quite have the right angle. Send me another video. Perfect. Move on to the next module. Mm-hmm. So we take you step by step and making sure that you're getting everything that you need to know fully confident and competent by the mm-hmm. end of it. So we're, we're setting up a, a, a lash empowerment gala. So we're going to, Trial this. We're going to bring you know fifty to one hundred people into a thing. We're going to bring ten trainers, and we're going to get all of our, our students, and we're going to talk lashes, talk business, talk whatever they need to be talked to about uh, over a couple of days. So we're, that's how we're going to do the in person thing now.
1: Oh, oh that's, that's very great. interesting. It's almost like a gathering of, of the trainers with the people who've taken class in the last year, or is it anyone from any time can come in? And anybody, anybody
0: okay. can come in. Um, You know, it's like a it's one hundred and eleven dollars (laughs) and (laughs) eleven cents.
3: fantastic yeah That's and great.
0: it's just a two-day two-day powwow and just like let's what are your questions let's go here's what we want to tell you all right now that that 15 minutes is is done now you've got two days to talk to us what do you want yeah really cool.
2: now is are you offering this worldwide i mean can people from the states participate well not in the gala part but the actual training the, the um,
3: online, online training. training yeah
0: yeah the online training anybody in in the entire world can sign up. In fact, we just sold a couple of them in the States uh, just the other day.
1: Oh, cool. Can Um, I
2: ask what the price is of the the training? No. No, I'm not
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you have to look up. No, no, it's a secret. You have to buy it and then you find out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We send you a bill. Yeah. (laughs) So with the course, you obviously have to get a kit. So the price differs on which kit size that you want. Mm -hmm. There's a complimentary kit. It's 900 Australian dollars. I think that's what, about $650,
1: 700 I think less. it's yeah. at, it's like a hundred American dollars now. I think yeah, no. it's like, so <laughs> like that. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: it's <laughs> a good, it's a good uh, good rate. trade
1: rate. <laughs>
0: not, not with the inflation that's going
1: on right now. Yeah, that's
0: um, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the next kit up is nine ninety five, and then the biggest kit that we have, the professional kit, is $11.95. Okay, so that's
3: mm-hmm. all
0: Australian dollars. Yeah, and unlimited access to the course for life, and there's no expiry on it. We know that people can run. corporate life. And they're just like, maybe they're tired of the cubicle and they want to get out, but they still have commitments that they want to do before they transition. So, you know, I've seen that some companies put a six month time limit on doing the course, whereas we're like, once you pay for it, you got it.
2: I love that. So generous. That's That's
1: fantastic. And we'll, and when we're done, I'll make sure I get a link from you guys. We can put that in our show notes. So hopefully some people can go check it out, but if they wanted to right now, we're what I'm guessing their website lockslash is where they go. Luxlash.com.au. Yeah. 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 There you One go. of the yeah. things
2: I did want to tell our listeners about, and I have mentioned it a couple times before, is a product that I got in my little goodie bag. I think the brand name is called Simply Naked Beauty, yes. and it's the Brow Magic Pencil. And my friends, I really, really like this pencil because it is made for anybody, and it changes color by how many layers you put on it. And it's a very neutral color us like a taupey color, but you can layer it and it becomes darker. And I think it's great. It's a great product to have. If you want to limit your skew size, you only have one product. This is a great brow pencil to have. So with that said, you guys ship to the States, right? I hope so because <laughs> I want to be able to buy more of this. And just
0: for full disclosure, we did not pay for that sponsorship.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, seriously, There's, no. That, that that was, that's just that was real. That's me just being a fan. Yeah,
1: no affiliate here. We're just uh,
0: yeah
2: just
1: loving the product.
0: Yeah, we ship worldwide, and if you place the order, we've got an internal policy. You know, before twelve local time, then it gets shipped out that same day. Cool. Fantastic! Cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: So one of the things I thought we could do also, because I know that a lot of people see the end game, right? They see where you are now. And I know that most people understand really what it takes to get there. I mean, if you're working solo and you're doing your thing and you're working, yes, you, you've had to make sacrifices to get there. But a lot of times when people make this leap and they expand into a training and products company or whatever they decide to do, it's not easy. And it comes at a price. And there's a lot of lessons learned. So I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about that. What were some of your biggest Struggles that you had to overcome and the painful lessons. Yeah, Give uh, us the dirt. Yeah, so this helps help people realize it wasn't all just an easy road to victory, yeah. right? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It took us five years to become an overnight success. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, people judge you by your highlight reel, and you judge yourself by your blooper reels.
3: Yes, <laughs> yes. yeah, <laughs>
0: totally. So, yeah.
2: That's so true.
0: <laughs> yeah, my, oh my blooper so, reel is quite big. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it was long days, eighteen-hour days of making sure that the products were good and making sure that you're making the the right financial decisions. So a lot of people aren't willing to sacrifice, and we one hundred percent were willing, are willing, and we did that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we didn't get a nice car for a long time. and then yeah. we finally bought a nice car and it was like, woo, this is like, you know, we're the big wigs now.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: And it was just a Jeep, you know? It was just yeah. a... <laughs> That's when we felt like we were doing something good. But the main struggles, I think, was um, uh, financial management. That would be a big one. Who do you get into bed with when it comes to borrowing and the right interest rates? And then you got to have your, your books in order. And all of that back end stuff yeah. was quite a learning curve. And we're actually still learning on that. Like we're still coming up with those same struggles. The easy part is teaching lashes. Mm -hmm. That was easy. I just did my research. I'm looking at scientific journals and I'm looking at SDS documentation and I'm doing all that kind of stuff. And, And that is my wheelhouse. Like I'm very scientifically minded. That's what I I really like to get into. So that was easy, but the running the business part is the hardest bit, which is why a majority of our blogs that like we've got over 200 blogs for free and and not many of them are fluff pieces. It's all about here's your next steps to start a business. And we've Mm -hmm. gone through all of those bits. Like, cool. Here's you got to get your insurance. You got to get your Australian business number. You have to do, you know, there's a lot of behind the scenes work that needs to be done that a lot of people forget about Mm -hmm. and don't even teach half the time. Mm -hmm. Not sexy Here you go. Yeah, exactly. It's not the sexy stuff. At all. So that's one of the biggest hurdles that we've had to overcome is sort of that aspect of it and growing too big for ourselves. Like you get a, a thousand inquiries on a Wednesday and you're like, holy moly, what yeah. do I do?
1: How do I respond and to a thousand people in one yeah. day?
0: So then you grab, Hey you, you're my friend. I need your help. I'm going to pay you money to do that. And then you grab them. And then now they're an employee. Yeah. And then, so you, you sometimes make errors with who you choose to put on staff as well.
1: Oh, yeah. that's a big
2: one. And that's a painful
0: yeah. one.
1: And I think it's for most very people, painful. There's no way to learn that. And, and by just reading a book. You're going to learn that by doing. You're going to hire the wrong people. You're going to get... People, we used to say, we used to hire back in the day when we just felt sorry for someone. If they were like, oh, I just need a job. Oh yeah, come on in, work for us. Well, we're great. also you
2: don't realize that you might get along and love your friends so much, but it doesn't mean that they're going to have the same work ethic that you do. But we kind of just give them that benefit of the doubt because they're our friends. It
1: becomes yeah. difficult because they're a friend. You have a hard time Ugh. with boundaries and when to draw a line, it, it can That's be a a mess. painful yeah. one. So yeah. hiring, definitely difficult
0: fortunately for us every friend that we've hired has worked out oh Oh,
2: it's a miracle
0: i (laughs) kind of mixed up those two concepts together because i'll pull a friend on and now you're working for us but then there was another concept of sometimes you hire wrong yeah yeah so you know if you put the wrong person on they can do some damage
2: especially the wrong player and the wrong there's a book yeah. that we love. It's called uh, The Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni. You yeah. would probably get a kick out of that. Yeah,
1: it's uh, a great it's, book.
2: it's a nerdy book, but it's a fast read.
1: It's easy read. It's a story about a guy trying to hire, and it goes through what they eventually figure out what's the most important thing you need for your ideal team player. And that's someone who is humble, Someone that is hungry and someone that is smart. People but smart. People smart. Not, not book smart. Like
2: book smart. Yeah. So
1: those three things. If you find someone with each of those three qualities, someone who's hungry, that means they're motivated. You don't have to like motivate them. I remember Dave Ramsey, that guy who Entree Leadership is a podcast that we've listened to, and he uh, people say, "Well, how do you motivate your staff?" Because I don't hire people who aren't motivated. That's just a simple ad. I don't. Huh. I don't worry about trying to find or um, motivate people. You can actually hire people who are motivated, and that. Comes to the interview process. And then the humble part was like, and find someone who's a learner, someone who's always teachable, someone who's always willing to say, hey, maybe I don't know everything. Maybe I need to learn how to do it. like you did when you were like, hey, I'm talking about product, but I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I should learn lashes. That's right? humility. And then yeah. the last thing is people smart, just knowing how to get along with people, knowing what to do when someone kicks you in the shin and you don't punch them back. You know, you find they have skills on how to de escalate and they know how to really bringing out the best in people and all that. And if you can find people like that, those three skills, you, the, at least the book goes on saying, and you, I really highly recommend reading it. It changed our whole hiring process. It really will enlighten you and make you a better boss and a better leader. And also just it simplifies the hiring. Because sometimes, at least for me, in the early days, I'd be like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm just like a nice person, someone I can joke around with. I, I didn't know what real skills I needed other than some that I could teach. And someone that, and so anyhow, that book. I guess we'll do a recommendation to our listeners and you at the same time. Yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you could send that to me, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you a link yeah. to it. So it's, a, it's yeah. a great book. We can um, put it in the show notes too. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes too. Oh, perfect. Anyhow, um, so for you, what's, what you would you say with all these struggles? What's your lowest moment? What was where things just really beat you down? We're just like, this sucks. I'm not enjoying. No. it. I mean, I don't know if you had that. Maybe you. Like, i never had that moment. Maybe just one of those times that was a real struggle and how you worked through that
0: look, you're going to have hiccups along the way with any business and you're going to have lean periods where you're like, oh, sh-, you know, how do I pay the wages this week? But, you know, I think really the lockdowns is probably the lowest point. Yeah. And I think the reason why is because they just were so frequent. Yeah, The first few of them, people had hope. And then once they just kept coming in, people just got really, really down and, and didn't want to go outside and, they just became completely apathetic, and I think the the low part for us is like we're here trying to keep them up. It's just not working, and we just feel bad for the public. That's probably the, the lowest part. But it's not it's not as a company. It's just more as we just feel bad for society at the moment.
1: No, yeah, it was. I mean, I, for us, that March it was like, oh yeah. Two weeks to, to, to slow the curve or what it was. And flatten I was the flatten curve. The, flatten the curve. And I knew that was like a lie. Like, it's not going to be two weeks. It's not two weeks. I week thought it was shutdown. two weeks. I was like, this I will be. I was like,
2: a- yeah, we'll be over this soon. Yeah.
1: No, I was like, this will be three months at, at minimum Do you remember that? Yeah. That's
2: when we were really scared. All of us yeah. were really scared, you know, because we didn't know.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like you guys. And California was in the United States, probably one of the worst places to be because we were locked yeah. down for eight months. But I think that still pales compared to what you guys were, I think.
0: Yeah, no, it was, it was pretty tough. Some of the government regulations were you can't leave the country.
1: Yeah. I thought it
0: was odd. Like, yeah. don't come to the country and bring the COVID. Okay, that makes sense. But
3: yeah. Don't leave. leave.
0: Yeah. yeah. Basically, they don't want you coming back with the-, with the Oh, I with see. With the yeah. Ronies. <laughs> so once they said you could leave under very certain specific exemptions, we got out. And oddly enough, in my family, my wife, my son, and myself have not not gotten the, the vid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've been to like 16 countries licking doorknobs and stuff. So we're just like, we're not afraid of it, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Us yeah. the same way. We we've we were traveling time. through the whole pandemic because we needed to make money. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> That's we right. yeah. So we were consulting the, the company up in the Bay Area. So we were traveling every week. We flew for like, TUS flew for like 40, 50 weeks in a row, every week up there to work for two days. And it was, yeah, we were very fortunate. we never, we were careful. We, we didn't, uh, we weren't like flipping about, but at the same time, yeah you know, if we got COVID, I, we figured we would get through this somehow. <laughs> it's yeah. like, and fortunately we did. So yeah, I think that's a pain point. Most people uh, I think felt very much. So what's something you love about the lash industry and something maybe you don't like as much, like something that's a, what's you love about what you're doing? And, and there's something some, you, you, the, you wish yeah, would change. Yeah, which you change or something you just didn't want to have to deal with.
0: Yeah, I love a lot about the lash industry, actually. I really like the fact that we're making people more beautiful Mm -hmm. and the fact that what that does to a woman. Mm -hmm. So when she feels beautiful, she acts beautiful. Yeah. And she spreads that beauty into the world. That's what a woman's job is, in my Mm -hmm. personal opinion, is to spread beauty and that nurturingness. And I think that comes, like, it's so simple. They lay down on the table they walk in, you know, with slouch shoulders, and then you put the lashes on. They walk out with their head high and a bounce in their step. And I really think that that's an, a beautiful thing that we get to create in yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. It's a
2: transformation.
0: Yeah. Just lashes changes the whole face. Yeah. And you're done. Yeah. whole countenance. I really like that. I also really like helping people. That's a tangent. But we create businesses and business people make this world go round. Yeah. And that's what we really like to create. As far as uh, dislikes on in the industry, I would say, um, you know, that cattiness, can't we all just get along? That would make life a lot easier. Just be friends, help each other, and you're going to get what you
1: want. I think if people went to, and this is where I'll give a shout out to like last conferences all around the world. I think going to conferences help break that down because you meet people you get to hear their stories. You get to hear their pain points. You get to hear their struggles. And you're like, Oh, you're just like me. You're just another human. Yeah. Just trying to get through life, trying to make a sense of things, make a living, take care of their families, whatever. You're not this evil overlord. Who's trying to steal my business. I mean, there might be some people like this, but overall, most people out there you meet are going to just be fellow people in a journey, trying to just make a living and you don't have to demonize or backstab or doing that stuff. In fact, I think like you guys have shown with your company, you can actually be positive, encouraging, and supportive of others. And you'll end up winning as a result of that. You'll actually do better because I think people will have a, just a good impression and will speak well of you. And Because they know you care. Yeah, because you care.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: we're also quite... um uh, flippant. Mm-hmm.
1: Irreverent.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Playful. And some of our products, we've got hidden messages.
3: Oh, really? <laughs> oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: On our website, um, products, you know, the blotter that you would use for spraying fumes away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's called the air puffer blowy thingy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: awesome. Or,
0: and we've just got, we we just got that attitude of like, so what happened was I was in, we were in Egypt and I was looking around at these kids that were running around with that and they weren't knowing what they were going to eat that day and it just coincided with a very, very catty post on Facebook that we saw. And I was like, we need to put what we're doing into perspective, right? What we're talking about here is lashes. And if you get a few clumps in the lashes, it's not the end of the world. Yes. You should <laughs> probably, you know, unclump them yes, or learn better but it's not the end of the world. Like these people were making out yeah. <laughs> what we need to focus on is what you're actually doing and maybe give back to the world,
3: That's right.
0: Um, oh. give to charity and like, keep your, it's not to minimize the person's problems because you have problems that are yours, but yeah. you yeah. also have to take them in the scope of the planet.
1: That's great, because I think we see this all the time. And I think what happens, we get very myopic because we're in our industry. And we want our industry to be important, and we want to have impact. And it's and, relevant. And it's relevant. And that's all you think about day and night is lashes, lashes, lashes. And so you think of rules and think of way things should be. And you forget we're in the beauty industry. And if we cease to exist, and I hate to say this, you know, the world would continue to move on. And while yes. I think we bring beauty in the world, like you said, I love the fact that we empower women. I, f- I, feel, I love the fact that we help people feel better about themselves and grow. And I think Tustin can attain for all the clients you know. the years. So many people have gone on and done things just because they have these talks and then they go and take chances or try new things in their lives just because of the relationship with Tustin. She hers as an encourager, supporting them and make them feel good to do that. So that's like the unsung hero of the industry. But sometimes I think people get so focused on the little details and the rules and regulations that they want to create for our industry. They forget that there's children today that in Ukraine who don't have a place to sleep, right? That's right. There's real problems in the world. that are being dealt with. And we, we need to think a little bit more with a little more levity and, uh, and not take ourselves so seriously and see our role in the world. There's a great place for it. But at the same time, hard <laughs> to get so worked up over, like, he says, oh, my gosh, someone has sticky. They must be fired yeah. from the, the last gods are going to strike them down or something. Like, it, it's, it's too much. Strike them down. It's too much.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so that's why we're a little bit irreverent with what we do because we just, we're, we're not arrogant. Yeah. You don't
2: take yourselves too seriously. You yeah. know, It's important what we're doing, but it's also good to have fun.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we've got an internal policy that I, I'm actually very serious about, but it's called having fun. And if the music isn't going and people aren't like joking and, and carrying on, I come down with the policy and I show the staff. I'm like, read the policy again and apply it. <laughs> <Mandatory> <laughs> and the music fun. goes on and they get into it. And then what do you know? The environment just lifts. Yeah. It lightens. It brightens. Yeah. And then uh, more production actually occurs. So that's yes. you know, it's what you have to keep in mind. Just keep it
1: light. No, that's so true. And I think in salons, people forget about it. We actually had a thing called Secret Society um, where we had a couple people in our salon who no one knew who they were, supposedly. I think everyone eventually figured it out. But their job was once a month, I give them a budget, was to do something fun in the salon, unexpected, something that you did not predict and that would disrupt the day. So, like, we would have an ice cream tr- truck show up one day outside. Or we, they would get a, a love note, you know, saying how cool they were underneath their pillow when they walked into their into their room. Or whatever it was. Just little things. Some cost money. Some were just time and energy. But the goal was always like, I want to mix it up. I don't want every day to be the same. I want some days to be a surprise, that bring joy. Because I really think that's part of the fun of life is the trying to be unexpected and doing something new and different. Or in your case, well, I would say this too. Playing music. I play music all the time. Like, I cannot yeah. work in a silent room. It kills me. (laughs) So I think that's great. I mean, I think lash art is a little harder to be like, hey man, I'm gonna play some heavy metal right now while I'm doing my lashes. That may not quite work, but um, no. (laughs) But that said, there's still ways for you to find that fun. I think you can your own salon, your business of you know. I think it was a lash uh, anarchist Allie's. She would play with Desperate Desperate Housewives
2: and no Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
1: Yeah, would be playing all the time, and they would just listen to the TV shows while doing lashes, and their clients loved that. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Well, we're
2: super excited because Lock is going to be at uh, LashCon, yes. one of the sponsors. Yeah. So I'm so glad that our audience is going to have a chance to come and meet you and see you in person and see all your fabulous products.
0: Yeah. No, we're looking forward to it. We've got a little uh, raffle on who gets to go in the office.
1: Ooh, oh, really? <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> how, how, many people, how many people do you have right now in your company? It's like around 30-something. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's substantial. Yeah. That's a good size. It's bigger than by far most companies. And um, I think right now, yeah, there's like three or four companies I can think of that have the same kind of staff size. So you guys yeah. are like the American or the Australian equivalent to all our big brands out here, it sounds like. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, now, you know, we just, it's been an organic, lovely journey. Yeah. It's been so
1: fun. No, that's so cool, and it is exciting. I'm, uh, I wish you all thirty of you can come, but you're right; that'd probably be a little, a little. <laughs> yeah. The company has to keep running while you're out here yeah. too. So that's exactly
0: it. Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, I think it'll be really cool to have you here, and uh, for people to meet and connect with uh, you guys. That you have a booth, and then um, I'm sure at some point we've talked to you about this. So hopefully, we'll get you to come and speak at LashCon. So maybe if not this year, we're kind of lined. I think we've talked, or uh, our, am telling your Ashley that we we were kind of all booked up. But hopefully next year, we will invite you back, and uh, you'll be. It'd be very cool because i i've enjoyed yeah. our time and i can already tell you guys have a lot to share
3: we have
1: good and, hearts and, yes. and good hearts and uh, we love celebrating the good guys in our industry
0: <laughs> it's good to see that there's other like-minded people out there as well because we need us Mm-hmm. as leaders yes. to show the way for everybody else
1: yeah i yeah. think so and i think it was um gary Vee's the person that i i attribute when i first started thinking about how i wander in my company i was watching him before he really blew up in 2012 2013 he was just barely on the scene at that point he talked about his secret sauces that he cared and he would be like yeah reason why you know my little company at the time before he really had blown up is because i care and I'm, I'm involved in everything i'm always my he, Gary doesn't do scale very well, but he does care more than anyone. It gets other people motivated, and they, they do the work. And I just remember taking that, and I'm like, that's what I want to be like. I want to be caring. And I know Jamie from Lashbase was the same way. He said Gary Vee totally changed his mentality. And it's so cool to see more and more people popping up with this idea of just give and give and give invest in others and the money will follow. Do good work. We like to say, do good work, the money will follow. That's right. And a lot of people, I think, get backwards. Sometimes people just see the money, they see the Instagram and they see the the glitter and like you said, the highlight reel. And then they just think, well, I just need to be a trainer. I just need to do this and do that just so I can make that money so I can buy the nice cars. And they don't realize, no, 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 stop, stop. Go back, find out what your why is, serve people, take care of people, and then the money will follow. And uh, I think uh, you guys are another shining example of that. I would agree with that. So where can
0: people find you? Yeah. Uh, so you can go to our website, lockslash.com.au. We're lockslash on all social media. So it's L-O-C-K-S-L-A-S-H. And yeah, check us out on Instagram. Our Instagram lives are hilarious at times. Okay, <laughs> we'll
2: sign that up. <laughs> Fantastic.
1: Okay. So yeah, that's where you can find us. And, and you're, you guys are timed. Well, I guess the lives are always recorded so they can go back and watch it if you're in the state. Yeah, States. Right. So. Yeah. so otherwise yeah. you'll be watching them like at one in the morning.
0: Yeah. Well, in Florida nighttime, you know, about, uh, I think seven o'clock is nine o'clock AM. Okay. So, yeah.
2: Derek, it was a pleasure to meet you. Ashley represents you guys so well. She was so lovely and so generous. Yes. So, and it's not surprising that you found her and kind of groomed her and because she's a representation of, of you. So it's been an honor to speak with you, my friend.
0: Likewise. I'm so proud that you guys fought to have me on. Yeah,
1: you bet. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, that's it. That's a wrap. We are done. We are out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at lash cast and at the last conference and remember to subscribe share and review well i don't know what that voice is but anyhow one more important thing and go buy your ticket today go to the link in the show notes or go to our website thelashconference.com, and you can buy your ticket before they're all gone guys do not delay and we have that payment plan that spreads it out over four months super friendly to your budget on behalf of my Lash Banana, Tusney as well as our special guest, Derek, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing, and remember, you have a friend in the lash industry.